0: Praise the Lord and hallelujah today, my friends. This is Pastor Stephen Brooks, and welcome to our morning glory program. I want to invite you today, grab your Bibles and meet me in Isaiah chapter 54, and we'll start today in verse two. And we ask, Heavenly Father, that your Holy Spirit would come and would bring divine illumination to the scriptures, that our faith might come alive, and we might accomplish all that you have called us to do in this lifetime we give you praise father in the name of Jesus amen praise the Lord now today we are in Isaiah chapter 54 verse 2 the Bible says enlarge the place of your tent I want you to think for a moment about your tent I know that we're not really referring to camping although some of you might be camping right now but when we're speaking about your tent We are talking about your destiny, your life, assignment, really what God wants you to do to be involved in and to complete while you're here on the earth. Your tent could be your career, and probably is. If you're not wanting to expand, extend your career, you need to question your motive and your drive. Hallelujah. I I know there's a place where we thank God for all that He's done, but at the same time, I have a feeling that for many of you that are watching, You've got a lot more gas left in the tank. You've got a lot more horsepower underneath the hood that you're not utilizing. So there needs to be expansion and extension so that when you leave this life, you leave this life having fully extracted out of your spiritual DNA the totality of the calling, the high calling that God has for you. So enlarge the place of Your tent, whether it's your career, whether it's your mind, and you need to be continually enlarging and expanding the tent of your mind. If you have not bought a new book within the last month, you need to stand before the mirror and ask yourself personally the question, why have I not bought a book within the last month? Praise the Lord. Look, you need to expand your tent, You need to enlarge your understanding, and you're not going to get that watching reality shows on television. Praise the Lord. You need to be a reader. You need to be equipping yourself with all the tools that you need, and so much of it can be found in books. You need to be expanding, expounding upon your mind. And if that means enlisting or re-enlisting within college by perhaps continuing your education, with online training so that your career field is expanded, so that your mind is enlarged, then you need to do whatever it takes to do that. If the book costs $60, buy the book, praise the Lord. But you and I both know that most books don't cost that. You could probably get it for $6. But whatever it takes in order for you to expand your tent, then you need to really consider what you can do to do that. Praise the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. Verse 3 For you shall expand. I believe this is a teaching message, but I believe also at the same time this is a prophetic message. Where it's more than just a Bible study, it's a life application fitting the season in which you are in right now. For you shall expand to the right and to the left, and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. So I believe that we have a calling from the Lord and an assignment from the Lord really to affect nations. And you might not think, that doing a small thing can touch a nation, but it can. There is a dynamic law that is known as the ripple effect, and you might think just throwing that little stone in doesn't make much of a difference within the water, but the body of water will reverberate according to the effects of the impact of that stone, no matter how small it is. They have literally determined that one butterfly on the earth, moving its wings, Way down in South America, that one butterfly creates an effect that actually affects many things Around the world. It has been proven. You might think, Pastor Stephen, that's silly. You can Google it. You can search it and look it up, but it's true. There is an impact that we can make upon nations. There is an impact that we can make upon desolate cities, perhaps that have been ridden with crime, perhaps that the businesses have shut down, manufacturing has moved out, but we are called to be the salt and the light in the earth. The believers have answers and solutions for society and we bring the gospel, the message of eternal life, forgiveness of sins, as well as making an impact here, here in, the, in the present time as we are on our way to heaven. Can you say praise the Lord? So there is an expansion, an increase of your tent to the right and to the left. There is a stretching out of the curtains what we would say the rope lines the, 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 that are attached to the tent pegs so that there can be expansion to hold up this large structure. Look, as your faith expands, as you increase in your faith, and so much is, is pivotal upon what you believe and what you envision God doing in your life, you will see that as your faith expands, your blessings also expand. Your life becomes more comfortable. Your life becomes more blessed. And you realize the reality of the truth of God's Word that you are blessed to be a blessing. Hallelujah. You have the overflow. Now, in life, there are seasons, there are moments, there are opportunities to increase and expand the size of your tent. I believe that if there is not a response, then what can happen in a person's life is they become stagnant. And that's not a good thing to be. You've seen a stagnant body of water. It's water that has no inlet and no outlet. And oftentimes it breeds mosquitoes. It gets muddy. And really nothing nothing healthy can live in there except for germs and bacteria and maybe a few frogs. Praise the Lord. But my friends, we don't want to be stagnant water. We want to be living water. We want to be moving. Praise the Lord. And God wants you to be expanding and increasing. He does not want you to... Die in the wilderness, so to speak, like the Israelites who wandered for 40 years until a whole generation died off. Why did they die off? Their unbelief. They refused to believe the promises of God. God told them, the land is yours. Go up and take it. I've already given it to you. Yes, you'll have to fight for you. Uh, You'll have to fight for it, but I'm with you. Just go conquer it. Go take it. And they just flat out did not believe that it were possible. They doubted God. So they stagnated, and they died off. You must use your faith. When moments, when seasons of opportunity are placed before you, perhaps you have an opportunity to expand your business. Uh, You know, you have to step into it. It might mean that you're going to have to purchase new equipment because in order to meet the demand, the supply that's being placed upon you, you need uh, new gear, new, new manufacturing equipment, or whatever the case might be. So you go out by faith and do that, and you say, we must go through this door of opportunity. We must do all that we can to respond to this. You may have a job interview, a new opportunity to uh, grab a job that pays perhaps double, even triple of anything that you've made before, but maybe it requires some new travel, maybe it requires you to do some things where you've really got to step out of a previous comfort zone, but you realize that to take advantage of this unprecedented opportunity, you must be willing to do the the unusual, uh, push yourself harder than before. When you do that, when you lengthen your straight your stakes and you strengthen your cords, then you will find out that God will respond. And what happens, you bump up to the next level. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Then once you're there, you become established there. Woo! Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now I'm not talking about recklessness, going out and just doing crazy and wild things, but I'm talking about direct seasons in your life. Moments in your life where if you don't respond. The ship really does leave without you. You you go down to the harbor. Maybe later you decide, well, I think maybe I'll go for it after all. You go down there, and you find the ship left the harbor, and there's no other ships going out. And you realize, oh, wow, I I, I really wish I would have stepped out in faith. I know I didn't have a guarantee. I know I didn't have an angel appear to me and write out a contract for me and sign it and say everything will be perfect uh, because your faith is uh, is not by by trust it's by sight no no you don't you don't get it like that you get it by faith hallelujah you must go by faith praise the lord you may have an angel appear to you and say do this or that philip had an angel appear to him and said go down to gaza there's somebody you're going to be talking to and i want you to uh, explain the, the the scriptures to them you can have angelic encounters joseph was told by an angel go to egypt go here do this do that and the the there are those moments, but there, there are the everyday life experience, which is the normal walk of just being led by the Spirit, and you're walking by faith. You're walking by faith. You have opportunity. What will you do? Well, I need a guarantee from God. Well, there can be sovereign moments where you have the Word of the Lord spoken to you, where you have supernatural experience that, that give a strong validity, go forward. But you must never forget that the number one way That God leads all of his children all believers is through the inward witness yes through the word of God but when it comes to daily decision making because not everything is told in the Bible you're not told in the Bible whether to take the job over here or to take the job over there how do you know what to do then you are led by the Holy Spirit who lives within your spirit the number one way that God leads all Christians is through the inward witness There's a guidance on the inside by the Holy Spirit giving you guidance. Yes, do this. This is the open door. Step through it. Or, no, don't do it yet. Now's not the time, but your time will come till then. Hold steady, whatever it might be. But, my friends, when those moments do come, even certain seasons in your life, special moments in your life where you have the opportunity for increase, where you have the opportunity to go to a new platform of blessing and God is leading you by the Spirit, you must go. If you don't go, then that door can close, and you will be left standing there, and the ship or the bus has left the station without you. Praise the Lord. You know, years back, I was talking to a ministry uh, friend. He was an evangelist, and he had a good ministry, and he he was getting his ministry well established, and he had some good speaking engagements, and he said... He said, Stephen, you belong to a ministerial association. And, you know, I was thinking about joining that association and becoming a leader in it like you are. But I I just don't know if I want to do that because of the commitment. I said, listen, I said, brother, I said, you would be the perfect fit for this ministerial association. There's many good men and women of God that that are preachers that are in the association and you would fit right in. You would love them and and they would love you. You really should join this association and he goes well he said i know Stephen, that you're in it but as a leader you're required to host meetings and in order to host those meetings, that really kind of comes down to money output. You have to have a place for the meeting. And, you know, we, we don't have a, a set place. That means we'd have to rent like a meeting room or a banquet room at a hotel or this or that. I said, Brother, God will help you with all of that. God will supply the funds. This is not mega money. This is just, you know, you might have to have an output of four or $500 to pull some of this stuff off. But God will help you do that. And he thought about it, and he thought about it, and he didn't do it. He didn't do it. What happened? A whole year went by. You know what? Uh, it, let's say you live to be 100. I'm believing that you will, even over 100 if, if you have faith for that. But you, you still don't have even one to waste. You know what I'm saying? And so a whole year went by, and he never moved on it. And it's like he just was stuck in neutral. And after a whole year, I saw him at a convention a uh, minister's convention, and I said, you need to get signed up with that group, brother. If if you'll do it, you'll really be blessed, and he did, and when he signed up and got plugged in to where he was supposed to be, they absolutely loved him. He loved them, and his ministry just flourished, and it didn't increase. It literally multiplied, and he's still plugged in there today being a great, great blessing to them, but the first go around, he really did miss the ship. And the second go around, when he decided to get on the ship, it worked, and he had to hold meetings, and he launched meetings, and the meetings were so uh, successful that everything that he did was blessed, and he's still being a great blessing today. But these moments, these seasons, sometimes it's not like it's optional because if you don't go, you will stagnate, and that is not good for your spiritual life, and honestly, it's not good for your natural life. You can move into a place of boredom, uh, and this redundancy that nothing ever changes, that's not a fun place to be. So when you go into the new, you have a freshness, you have a new experience, it's still the same flow, but it goes to a new level, it's a new excitement, and so you really... In essence, it's not should you respond. It's that brother or sister, you must respond. Hallelujah. This is your moment. You must find a way to respond to this. My minister friend responded, and when he did, his ministry just exploded. And he he has nonstop meetings now, and it was a very, very wise move for him. There are some things that you're supposed to slip into. If you don't slip into them, Either the gap remains void or somebody else could come and feel what that place that was supposed to be your place. But I want to say this today that will not be your testimony. Your testimony will be I responded, God moved with me, God blessed it, and now I have I have reached another level of the blessing that God intended for me to experience and to enjoy before he even created the earth, before I was even born, God had it all planned out, all mapped out, and I'm moving forward on that map, that blueprint that God has for my life. Sure feels good. Praise the Lord. See, you are that tent. Enlarge the place of your tent. You are that tent. It's your life. It could be your career. It could be uh, a calling into ministry. It could be your own business. Or perhaps you already have your own business, and you've been in the six-figure level. Now God wants to take you into the seven-figure level. Oh, praise the Lord. But you must step into these things, these opportunities, by faith, with prayer Studying the Word, time with God, you get that inner witness, go with it. And, and you get the green light from the Holy Spirit, move forward. You must move forward, praise the Lord. You know, um, some years back, my wife was talking with a gentleman that was a professional singer. And he was a part of a quartet. It was a, a four guys, and uh, they all phenomenal voices and such a, uh, such a heart for ministry as well. And their local ministry began to just get so strong that calls began to come in, basically saying, we want you over here in this church, at this conference, at this convention. So it began to pull them out of the state of North Carolina. And so this, this gentleman told my wife, he said, you know what? We came to the point as a quartet of, of gospel singers that we realized in order to meet The request and the demands that are being presented to us, we're going to have to get a bus because we can't be doing this in a car this is too hard. We have to be able to take gear. We have to be able to take our clothes. We need to be able to to even take our wives, and we need to be able to just respond and go anywhere in the nation where we are invited to go. So you know what they did? They stepped out in agreement, all four of them together. They pooled together the ministry resources that they had, and they purchased a bus, and they financed it. They had to make a monthly payment, but it's like the brother told my wife. He said, he said, the moment we stepped out in faith and bought that bus, our finances instantly expand it in order to cover that payment. Woo! I'm telling you that my friends is the walk of faith. I was listening a few months back to Kenneth Copeland who has the Believer's Voice of Victory television program as well now as a full 24 hour television network. But I remember months back Brother Copeland was saying He said, you know, we have started this new network, which airs 24 hours a day on a major satellite, which I believe, if I'm correct, is DISH Network. And he said, you know, the cost is $400,000 a month. And he said, we don't have it, but God told us to launch the network, and we've done it, and he'll take care of the rest. And you know what? God has been taking care of the rest. So here's the thing. Whether it's a step that requires you to bump up the $4,000 a month or a step, depending on where you're at at your present faith level, that requires you to step up to four hundred thousand more dollars per month, stacked on top of all the other bills that are coming in every month. You you must. You must move when God presents the opportunity. You can't say, well, that would be nice, but I guess we can't, we can't do it. It doesn't mathematically uh, uh, make sense on paper. My friends, if it's God, you go by faith, hallelujah, according to the level that you're at. See, he will take you with the level that you're at and bump you up. He won't, he won't take you somewhere so far out. That you can't, you can't grab it with your faith. But he will bring increase. He does bring the expansion and the extension, the enlargement of your tent. God is enlarging your life right now. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He is enlarging your prosperity. He is enlarging your peace. He is enlarging your impact and your sphere of influence. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Well, today by God's grace i have now written 6 books that have been published they've been translated into different languages korean indonesian chinese spanish this that and the other and i and i praise God for that so the books the books are going around the world the books are are in various continents of the world they're all over america but they're they're also being distributed throughout the nations of the earth, and so by the Lord's grace, I am now an accomplished author, praise God, a published author. praise the Lord and i thank, I thank God for that. But my friends, there have been others that have also bumped up to an open door. they have bumped up to an opportunity where they also could have been be- they could have become as well. Published authors now they didn't they didn't step forward. Now, I want to say this before I became a published author with a publishing company, where a publishing company said, "Hey, we like your material. We would like to publish it, we'll promote it, We'll get it out there and 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 so forth. before I, I had done that, I had first self published a book. So they actually liked the self-published book that I had. That meant, that meant that I published it myself. I found a small publishing company, and they published it, and it had a small print run, but I still held a book in my hand. It was self-published, but I'm still holding a, a real book in my hand. Well, a publishing house uh, read my material. They said, hey, we would like to, sell, we would like to publish it ourselves, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll give it a wider distribution. <coughs> And I said, okay. And, and that's good because they have marketing strength. They have connections. They are in the publishing, printing world. So that's, that's their skill. Let them do what they're good at and I'll just focus on writing. That's what I'm good at by the grace of God. But there have been others that also they came right up to that door where, where they potentially could have been published authors as well. Why did they not go through the door? It's not that some of them did not have good content. It's not that some of them did not have uh, a good product. The reason they didn't respond and go forward was because of a requirement. At that time, if you wanted to be a published author, not only must you have good content, prophetic material that will bless the multitudes, in other words, bread that will feed people, but you also had to have a personal stake in the game. And so all authors were required to buy 3,000 books. So right up front, you're looking at bare bones minimum of a $15,000 purchase. Now, requirements may be different today because the industry, particularly the printing industry, has changed a lot over the last 10 years. We now have what's called print-on-demand. But nevertheless, if you're going with a publishing company, regardless of where you're at, they're still, even today, they're want they're going to want you to make a substantial purchase of your own copies. So they will promote your book, but they're also wanting you to promote your material, your book. So that means you need to have a lot of books, praise the Lord. So why did other potential authors never become published when they had an open door? They didn't want to get 3,000 books. They thought, "Well, you know that means I've got to come up with a lot of money, and uh, I I just don't know. And they froze, and they froze, and now years have gone by, and those manuscripts, which are good manuscripts, still lay on a on a uh, old uh, word format somewhere, probably stuck away on a floppy disk somewhere. They never responded. Look, it's the same thing with the Israelites. The Lord said, go into the promised land. The Canaan land is yours. I've given it to you. And people uh, back then, the, the Jewish people back then pulled back and said, well, there's giants in the land. And, you know, they're big. And, you know, we just look like a bunch of grasshoppers in their sight. Blah, 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 blah. What happened? Long story short, they never took what God said it's yours. But you have to take it by faith. They didn't respond. And so just just continue on in life with redundant, boring life. You never step out in faith. Praise the Lord. Well, I stepped out in faith and purchased thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of books. And when the, when the bills came due, God always helped me to make the payment. Woo! Was it a faith walk? Absolutely. But it was, I got the green light from the Holy Spirit to do it, and I did it. And because of that, I now stand on a platform that I'm comfortable with. And so now, when I make purchases or sign contracts or do things, I've got a lot of experience behind me, and I've got a lot of purchases underneath the belt, so to speak. And that, and that, that is something that you gain through uh, growth and through grace. Praise the Lord. But my friends, you must go forward. If you do not go forward in divine moments, in divine opportunities, you you will either stagnate or worse than that, you may even go backwards. Woo! Praise the Lord. So I want to encourage many of you concerning the open door that God has placed before you that you not stand there too long at it, but through faith, you move through that door. Praise God. Now, you need right now to have an expansion mindset. We are not in withdrawal mode of pulling out, pulling back, we are in a mindset of moving forward. So expand your learning base. If you need to, buy a book. As I said earlier, if you need to, uh, get online training, get certified, get credentialed, get the things that you need to move your career, your calling forward. If you need equipment, if you need new, new, uh, new things in your office, get what you need, praise God, and move forward. <clears throat> God wants to expand your financial tent. He wants you to have greater amount of financial resources. God wants to do it, but you're going to have to move forward by faith. You need to expand your outlook, your overall outlook on life. You don't need to plan on checking out of here at the age of 71. Hallelujah. How about 101? What could you do with another 30 years added to your life? I know one thing. Your house will be paid off by then. Woo! What do you do when you don't have a mortgage? Now you, can, now you can apply that money to something else. Woo, see, the longer you stay in this, walking in victory, literally the sweeter and sweeter it gets. The easier it gets, you get more knowledge, you get more wisdom, you understand the Word of God better, you understand God better, and you go from victory to victory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's not getting harder. It's getting easier. Praise God. So your outlook on life needs to be long-term, long-term. I want you to focus on long-term life, longevity. Psalm 91, the last verse in that psalm, with long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. You have two blessings in that. You actually have three. One, you have the promise of longevity. Two, you have the promise of a satisfied life, not just survival, a satisfied life where you, you receive satisfaction within your soul, and within your life experience. That means you're a happy person. And number three, full salvation. Praise God. God is good. So expand your outlook on life with longevity. Some of you, you're already planning on retirement. I want, I want to talk to you for a moment, just for a moment about that. Be careful. Be careful with that line of thinking, where you're just wanting out. I don't know when you get out what you're going to do whether you're gonna sit at home all day and watch television watch old Westerns all day or just you know just become a couch potato but my friends be careful with the concept of retirement when you read through the Bible the Old Testament in Hebrew in the Hebrew language the word retirement does not exist it's nowhere in the Bible and may I present this to you today any concept or principle That is not in the Bible is probably not a good idea. I'll just let you kind of work that out with your own calling and your own destiny. But uh, anything that's not in the Bible is probably not a good idea. Praise the Lord. You need to stay busy. You need to stay active. You need to stay plugged in till you draw your last breath. Hallelujah. Or until the Lord Jesus Christ comes back and we're taking up Alive to meet him in the clouds glory to God hallelujah so my friends it's time to expand it's time to increase it is time for you to step forward into what God has called you to do pray about it meditate it uh, uh, meditate on it in the word talk it over with your spouse and most importantly with the Holy Spirit be sensitive to the leading and guidance of the Holy Spirit but you have those times in life where you must go and the Holy Spirit says, go, I'll be with you. Praise the Lord. When God called me in the full-time ministry to travel as an itinerant minister, going from meeting to meeting to meeting, I only had three meetings on my entire schedule for the year. And yet God said, go. And I went, and I never lacked. Praise God. See, that's, that's the, uni- the unique thing. When the Lord Jesus Christ sent out his disciples, he sent them out. And when they came back, He asked them, did you lack anything? They said, no. See, catch that revelation. When the Lord sends you, when the Lord gives the green light, when the Lord says, yes, expand your business, I'm with you. When the Lord says, yes, step into this, I'm with you. When the Lord says, go, that means he is involved in supporting the financial underpinnings that make the whole machinery of this work. Woo! Praise the Lord. And my friends, when you lay your head on your pillow at night, that feels really good because you're not stressed. You're at peace. Why? God is in this project. God is in this thing that I'm doing, and I'm just as happy as I could be. Praise God. My friends, the door that God has put before you for extension, for expansion of your tent, you must respond by the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody watching right now that Isaiah 54, verses 2 and 3, the enlarging of the place of their tent, the stretching forth of their curtains of their dwellings, the expansion to the right and to the left, may it be theirs, may they go through in peace, and most importantly, in faith. In Jesus' great name we pray, and around the world today, we do say, Amen. Now, let's take communion today. And as we do that, there is a very powerful verse in Romans chapter 14 that I want us to receive as we are going to take communion. Please grab yourself some unleavened bread and some grape juice. Father, we now pray over these elements of communion. We bless them. They are now the bread, the flesh. They are the flesh and the blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you for this, Father God. Now... As we're going to receive communion, and as we're going through open doors that God has placed before us, think about this amazing statement that the Apostle Paul said, by the empowerment of the Spirit, this is what he wrote. Verse 23, Romans 14, verse 23. But he who doubts is condemned if he eats, because he does not eat from faith. Now catch this last part. For whatever, you may want to take your pen, Your highlighter and underline the word whatever for whatever is not from faith is sin this is what I want to say to you today as we take communion if you feel that God is saying go through the open door I will support you go forward I am with you go up and take the land and possess it for I have given it to you now go and do it when you get the witness of the Holy Spirit and you begin to move forward since you are going to do it, do it in faith. Don't do it in doubt. Don't do it with grumbling and complaining. And don't, don't do it, well, you know, if this don't work, Lord, I'm going to be on food stamps. Don't, don't do stuff like that. Say, Lord, I make this move by faith, and since this is what we're doing, we will go forward and we will have the right attitude. We will have the right spirit. We move in faith. The Bible says, for whatever is not from faith is sin. When there's doubting... Grumbling, complaining, quarrelling against God—that, my friends, is sin. Anything that is not a faith is sin. By the way, that's why we need to take communion. <laughs> There's some Christians. Oh, if it weren't for the blood of Jesus, hallelujah! Oh my goodness, because you know they're in doubt. I know some. I know some Christians. They just doubting all the time. Doubt anything. Uh, even if an angel appeared to him, they doubt. Them. Uh, uh, they doubt. Even, even if Jesus stood there and said it and uh, uh, showed them the nail scars in the hand and uh, uh, all the various uh, wounds and so forth, they still probably, well, Lord, I just don't know. But see, anything that is not of faith, it's doubt, it's sin. It's sin. Thank goodness for 1 John chapter 1, verse 7, which says, The blood of Jesus Christ. Cleanses us from all sin when you belong to Jesus his blood will continually cleanse you from sin And you know what? We need that because doubt can come in so easily doubt can come in so quickly And if we don't stand against it, we have not only doubted the Lord The Bible says is actually sin for whatever is not from faith is sin sin Is more than just going out and cursing profanity sin is more than just going out and robbing a bank The Bible says whatever is not from faith, which would be doubt and unbelief, is sin. That's why we need to take communion. That's why we need to be people of faith that believe the Word of God. And that's why we need to be continually thanking God for Jesus, for His shed blood, which constantly is cleansing us from all sin. Woo! Whether it's sins of omission or sins of commission, whatever it might be, the blood of Jesus is working washing us on a perpetual basis. So, Father God, together as a church body of believers around the world, we take the flesh of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, and we thank you that he died on Calvary for our eternal salvation and redemption so that we might receive newness of life, so that we might have Zoe life, abundance of life, literally your God quality of life in us. We thank you that we have now inherited your divine nature. And, Father, by faith, as we receive the body of Jesus, his precious flesh, we go through the open doors that you have placed before us. We go through them in faith, not doubting. We bless you in the name of Jesus. Let us now receive the body of Christ. I see your enlargement taking place. Hallelujah. You're going through. You're going to be so glad you did. You're going to be so glad that you responded in faith and you went up and took your land. It belongs to you. It's the land that God has called you to possess. Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus. We give you praise today, O God, for the blood of Jesus, that as it says in 1 John 1, 7, that it cleanses us from all sin. We thank you that we walk in fellowship with you and that blood is cleansing us all the time. We thank you, Father, that Jesus is our Savior, that he died for us at Calvary, and that we belong to you because we are in your Son, Jesus. We confess him as our Messiah, our Lord, our Savior, and the Savior of the world for all who believe and put their faith and trust in him. Father, we celebrate Jesus today and his shed blood. We receive it now. We thank you for the open doors in our lives that we are going through. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Let us now drink the precious blood of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to God be the glory for the great things he has done and for the great things he is doing and for the great things that he will do in your life. He will manifest them as you continually move forward in faith. Be blessed. I'll see you back next time in the Word of God. Bye-bye. For more information about the ministry of Apostle Stephen Brooks, visit our website at stephenbrooks.org.